Welcome to the Park County Dugouts weekly podcast. Today we're up at Two Doors uh, Down Cafe and uh, Bakery. I think it's, what's it called, Sydney? Two Doors Down Coffee. Coffee. Uh, and we're with uh, the mayor of Clyde Park. <laughs> Soon to be, January 1st. January 1st. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Um, uh, for maybe the one listener out there who don't don't know who you are or your background, uh, why don't you tell tell people about yourself briefly? Uh, my mom moved here in 1988, and I've been coming to visit her every year since. And when she had a stroke in 2014, uh, my husband and I worked on moving out here. Um, one thing led to another. We ended up buying Glenn's Shopping Center, the local grocery store, and realized what a wonderful community and, and that it was such a legacy within the community. And just two doors down from that was the, just part of the whole line of historic buildings. And we started to form this idea of doing a, a coffee place that people could come and get a great cup and hang out and have a bite to eat and one thing has led to another and here we are. Then uh, people started to say as the mayoral election was getting close that I should, I should think about running and I was like no 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 I can't do it I can't do it but it's it really sat with me and I really feel strongly that that I a calling to serve and that it was the right time. It's just the right time. I think when I first interviewed you for the dugout, you and David, <clears throat> um, I think I mentioned that you should run for the mayor. <laughs> Maybe you planted the seed. Doubtful, but uh, I'm sure the good people of Shields Valley did. Um, but you... Um, owned two businesses up here at the time. You were so popular. Uh, I did tell you that um, I was talking to some of the kids up at uh, Shield Valley, and I asked them who I should interview. And uh, as my first business up here, and <clears throat> hands down, one of them was in earlier, uh, Miles, uh, they mentioned you. Yeah. And uh, Mrs. P. <laughs> That's right. Yes, David and I refer to ourselves as Mr. and Mrs. P. Yeah. So do our staff because our our umbrella business name is Two Peas Mercantile. Peas like the vegetable. Where's Mackenzie? She just ducked around the corner. She ducked around the corner. Yeah. Um, Mackenzie DeFord works for you for three years, I understand. Yeah. Her <coughs> she, sister works for us yeah. and, and is right now on her college vacation time. She's over there at the store. Oh, Tyler? Yes. <coughs> Mackenzie is probably uh, too humble to tell you. Did you know that she hit the uh, game ending three-pointer up in Townsend? I did. Oh, you did? I saw that. I mean, I didn't actually see the wasn't there at the game, but yeah, I saw it on Facebook. Um, Very yeah. proud of her. Yeah, I was uh, I was at the game, and that was amazing. Um, those girls are two of the nicest. Is in the mom. The whole family is. Uh, her mom is our bookkeeper. 
Oh, <laughs> for both? almost the whole family. <laughs> it's awesome. That's small town. And that's oh. what we love. And we really love all the, all the high school kids. We're, we support the school to every extent that we can. And in fact, the basketball team was all in here because the local pastor bought a gift certificate to buy them all beverages. And I topped it up with breakfast. You, you, for the you gave them so, so they used it as a team building exercise. Yeah, so, that's pretty good. Which is nice. Nice so, to be able to do that. So coach was in here too. Yeah. Um, that's great. Now, I'm sorry, but um, I haven't excused my stroke. <clears throat> I haven't. I haven't seen you probably since the summer. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't been up here since the summer in a non-sports capacity. Um, my God, you can imagine my surprise when I walked in. Yeah. Uh, Things change. The library is gone. Yeah. The couches yeah, are gone. Yeah, um, And the display case is gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything's changed. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Why? Is that what you're getting to? Why? Yeah, I'd like, yeah I'd like to talk a little bit about why why making the change and uh, the two local businesses, uh, Sagebrush Designs, yeah. uh, I just interviewed them for a featured story, right. uh, and Manny with the uh, noodle store, yeah. I'm going to come, <coughs> come back up on Wednesday and talk with him, but, uh, <laughs> and poor David <laughs> got kicked out. He kicked out. Well, he is now where he's supposed to be, which is in the office in our home. If you recall, we were remodeling a house, and it yeah. took us almost two years. So we're finally out of the camper, <laughs> into the house, and he's in his own home office as we are approaching that point. So honestly, like everyone else, it's not easy to stay in business right now, small businesses. Um, so to, to stay um, ahead of the curve, I feel you just need to to keep trying things keep trying to make it either more efficient um, quicker for the customer better service whatever it is and to rearrange so that the workflow for the staff is better and ultimately hopefully uh, requires less labor because our labor costs are quite high and they've gone much higher because to compete for staff we, you know, we have to, we have to raise our, our rates, raise what we pay. Um, we've tried not to raise our prices, but the reality is we're going to have to at some point because, you know, the cost of goods has just gone up so much. So we were looking at all of that, the flow and everything, but also this building um, is a lot to maintain and When I looked at the numbers, having all that seating over there was not actually bringing me more revenue um, to help allay the costs. And being on the planning board for the town before before I ran for mayor, I was aware that in the surveys, the townspeople said they would love to have more businesses in town. And so, started to think of this idea if I take the other half of our building here and rent it um, that would help allay the cost it would bring more business to town 
And it was actually at Old Settlers that I met with Josie and Kathy. They had a booth over there in the community center and the cutest things in their booth. And I thought, I just started chat with them. I'm like, um, I knew they had an online store. And I said, have you ever thought of doing brick and mortar? And one thing led to another and they have built just the cutest little boutique in the front half of the other half. That's why we're two doors down, right? You come through two doors down to the Cafe Bakery, you come through two doors down to Sagebrush and Zen Nudes. Um, Zen Nudes is a friend of ours. He's an executive chef. He was sort of rambling around trying to figure out things to do. And I, David and I both thought, gosh, it would be so nice to have a ramen shop. And he's like, on it. <laughs> and so he has, he's built this out for, to serve ramen. Um, and he calls it Zen Nudes, which I think is so fun. So it's, it's awesome. We've now brought two more businesses to the town and uh, just keep making changes to make things better. How's the grocery store coming along? Good. It's uh, typical of this time of year. And I think also because of the weather right now, we don't have as much snow and we're not seeing as much people staying to go skiing. And also through the holidays, I just feel that people were able to travel, so they did. So we've been quiet, but the store just, I liken it to, it's the big ship, and it is, the coffee bakery is the little dinghy, and it's pulling the little dinghy along and keeping it you, um, afloat. No, actually, we're doing fine. But. You made a interesting comment last when I, when I interviewed you, um, and I meant to go back and read the article, but um, uh, I didn't. <laughs> so, but uh, you did say something along the lines of uh, owning the store, you feel you're a caretaker of um, and, and responsible. We're the current stewards of current stewards, the that's community right. legacy. Because that store has been here since, as a grocery store primarily, since 1948, continuously operating independent. And that makes it one of the oldest in Montana that's still continuously operating as an independent grocery store. And we're the third owners since 1948. That's astounding, yes. And so we really felt strongly about what a legacy it was. And that is what makes this community. And when I say community, I don't mean just Clyde Park, but the Shields Valley community at large. Um, it's it's a solid base. Clyde Park has the bank, the uh, gas station and service station, a grocery store, a tavern, a cafe, now the coffee shop and cafe. We've got another coffee hut. Now we have a gift boutique and a ramen noodle shop. But it's, it's those key elements that make it um, a very vibrant community that allows you to still go not too far away to do big time shopping, but for, for maintenance basically. Um, and the local people really appreciate that they don't have to go 26 miles or more every time they need a gallon of milk or whatever it is. And of course our fresh meat cases yeah, that's what I want. It's one of those star. <coughs> you also have a place. pizza place, Rosa's. Yes, yes. yes. I, I, uh, I apologize. I did not mean to forget that one. <laughs> um, 
do you have, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to stop by if you have it, but I was at Matt's in Livingston, New Year's Eve being what it is. We had discovered uh, Matt's three years ago uh, and their frozen duck breasts. Mm. Um, do you have frozen duck breasts? Because they only had enough for two servings and we want more. Oh, no, I don't have duck oh. breast in stock right now. I may have a goose. Have a goose? I may have a goose, a Hutterite goose in there. Oh, I might look. We do, um, get, we do get things from Springdale Colony when, when it's available. Now, when you say you're uh, independent, uh, that simply means it's a standalone uh, one store owner and the owner you guys yeah, don't own it. another store no it means that we are not part of a franchise so we we own the store we are the store um, now we are members of associated food stores which is a co-op of independent grocery stores we also now are building the co-op associated foods is building out some of their own corporate stores um, that we also partake in as benefit of being members of member owners of the co-op um, and that's what allows us to survive here and we get a truck twice a week so we can keep fresh produce we have fabulous meat department um, so we get in the boxes of meat and cut cut our own you know have a fresh meat case and um, it's it's through that buying power of the you know the cooperative that that we can run the store the way we do. You, you do have, every time I go there, it's amazing, the meat department. It reminds me of like the 60s. Yeah. When you walk in to a real butcher shop yeah. and see the meat all out on display. Under the glass uh, case, yeah. It, yeah, you... Uh, we grind our own burger. You you had to learn how to do that. Yes. How, how to cut the meat yourself. From the former owner. Right, and... Um, Brad Barents, Brad and Tammy were awesome. In they they still live in the community, and through those first few years, he would um, bail me out, <laughs> basically. But no, they stuck around. They really helped. They helped you out. It was a oh, it was an amazing learning curve. I had no idea. I thought, oh, I could do that. You know, I'm a shopper. I'm a <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, coming from Minnesota, it's not something you did every day. No, no, it was quite a learning curve. To just learn how to run the store, but um, I'm so grateful to them for their tutelage. I, I can't encourage people enough to, to visit the grocery store. Um, everything there is is unique. You, you'll find a, you know stuff you get at most stores. Um, well, it's but every, the basics of everything you need. I mean, right. early on, one of the locals dubbed it, if you can't get it at Glenn's, you don't need it. <laughs> well, that's probably true. Uh, but the meat, yeah, you, you, the people, the listeners should travel here, at least if they haven't ever been, travel once to see the meat section um, and to buy something. Um, I bought a, uh, what did I buy? Easter ham. Yeah, for a family who, who, I don't know if they needed need it or not, but they're friends of mine who live up here, and I, I was supporting them. And uh, Tyler got it for me, and I think Tyler delivered it too. Is that right? Yeah, oh. uh, I'll tell you off who the family was. Um, 
But uh, she brought out this gorgeous looking ham for me. And uh, th that was neat. I wouldn't have found that. There's no way I find that at Town and Country. And there's no way I find that at uh, Albertsons. Mm. So, We're um, very grateful to Livingston Town and Country. They help us out. Bill in the meat department. Yeah. He has, um, he's really, uh, it's a good partnership that we have with them. They're also Associated Food Store members, but they, they have suppliers, you know, many more suppliers than that. Well, um, all right, tell me about this uh, job as mayor. Uh, <laughs> it's just for, not to minimize what it is, but it's for Clyde Park and not Wilsaw, is that correct? Yes, Clyde Park is incorporated. It's right. one of the only two towns in, or uh, city and town in, Clyde, in uh, Park County. Livingston is the other incorporated, and um, Clyde Park. Clyde Park has been incorporated since 1913. And, uh, not to be sexist, but whatever. <laughs> How many, uh, I know that they've had one other female uh, uh, mayor. Yes, uh, 22 years. 20 she was the ma years. mayor for 22 years? Something like that. Wow. Now, do you plan on being the mayor for 22 years? No. No? I, I mean, I can't predict the future. I, I will not predict the future. <laughs> but the term is four years, and then we'll just see what happens. Why did you run? It was a decision made not lightly. Yeah, I, would I think so. literally resisted for so long and ended up putting in my oath of nomination literally five minutes before they stopped notarizing and taking them. So that day was pretty amazing. I, I woke up. It was just, it was just so. Uh, it, for a couple of years, I had been thinking about it off and on, resisting because of the two businesses, because of the volatility of not being able to, you know, stay fully staffed and blah blah blah. And I did not want to compromise the businesses. But that morning, my husband says to me, he's the first person to, he says, honey, you have to do this. The town needs you. And I'm like, I was speechless. I'm like, I, 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 okay, if you're behind me, but you understand, honey, what you are saying. And then I went to two dear friends, both who have served in, um, in municipal positions. Um, and they were the ones who said, you can do this. And they instilled that confidence. And then I went to the staff and I'm like, you guys, this is what I'm planning to do. You have to understand that if I do this, you're in it with me because it is going to change. I, it, I look at it as raising me, my challenges, a new level of leadership, which means I have to bring them to new level of leadership and I will be there I told them I will be there to help you with that but I may not be able to physically do the job that I was doing for you so we have to you know find new new leadership new ways to do it and um, they all they were very pleased when I said what I was going to do I did not get any resistance so my heart in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> ran down to Livingston and put in the oath of nomination, still figuring, well, you know, worst comes to worst, I could pull it out. 
pull, pull my nomination. Um, that didn't happen. I, I, at the Old Settlers Parade, I did an old-fashioned kind of, um, I had a sandwich board that I wore, and on the front it said, vote November, you know, whatever, whatever, and on the back, or vice versa, it said, you know, elect Wiley for mayor. And then I walked along with Snickers, that little corgi that we have, yeah. and um, just walked the parade line. You know, just walked up and down, shook hands, said hello, you know. People that, it, that were not from town, they would say, well, I'm not from town, I can't vote. And I'm like, I just want to thank you for being here to support our little town, yeah. you know. And, and then uh, a few days before the election, because it was a uh, mail-in only, I realized it was mail-in only, I made a little flyer that was like an old-fashioned news, news bulletin, and it said, News Flash. Um, Sydney uh, endorses uh, Snickers endorses Sydney for mayor, and then wrote a little thing about Snickers, and you know, and then he he got a little treat for you know endorsing. <laughs> it was fun, and I literally walked the entire town, handing out these little flyers, knocking on doors, which was awesome because it was a rather cold day, um, and I got to see people in their beautiful warm homes and realize that town and community is a warm place. And, um, and I want to build on that feeling of warmth um, among neighbors. But I did not plan my route very well. And I started on the top end of town, on the east side, and made my way down. And by the time I got down to the west side, Oh my gosh, it was downhill. It was dark. You're it was walking? freezing cold. Yes, I walked to every oh house. 183 homes. You walked? I walked to every home. I didn't actually get to every single home and there were people who weren't home, so I just rolled it up and the you know, but I was it was dark. David was gone and I had to go to the bathroom so badly and I had to I'm like, oh no, I have to walk all the way back uphill. <laughs> But then that really sort of proved my commitment to what I was willing to do in my own mind. Like, uh, I'm sure your, your mayorship would turn out better, but Jimmy Carter walked the, uh, <laughs> walked across the country. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's his big campaign, walking across the country. You know, that's yeah. Pretty impressive. Um, his presidency may have been difficult, but I think his legacy is something too. Yeah, that's higher. a better way of putting it. Yeah. That's a very great way of putting it. Yeah. Um, so, in a small town like Clark Park, um, first of all, your businesses could be hurt if it goes to kaput. If uh, <laughs> so, that was a, a big decision. It's a make. huge decision. Yeah, because yes. People see the mayor and they know you run the business and it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you did ask why. So one of the big whys is I realized that the town is ready for, um, for strong leadership and a very visible mayor and somebody who, who's already known, as you say, through the grocery store. I know. Oh, I know pretty much everybody and remember everybody's name um, but it, it, it just feels like the right time that because 
of what's happening to this area, we can easily get bowled over um, with the influx from the outside. And I made, sh I, I made it clear, I hope, that one of my goals is to help preserve those things that we like best about our community. It may mean that we find new ways to express that, but that it still has that feeling that people value most, um, which is small town community um, orientation, whatever. Um, but that we have to embrace change, which is, means putting heavier use on our services. And the town having gone through the, unfortunately, the embezzlement um, six, seven years ago, the town lost over $100,000. Um, we were on the brink of receivership. Hmm. And the, um, the last mayor and town council have worked very hard to bring us back around. We have um, major issues with our water system that need to be addressed. So there, there's a lot of recovery that has to happen as well. And um, so, so I really, I really need to, to pull things together uh, to, to gain advantage for us as a small, a small town. Um, we were at a point where we could not even receive our ARPA funds um, because our government ID number was locked up. Um, even applying for grants were not available. Um, our town clerk, our current town clerk, has done a fabulous job of wading through all that bureaucracy to get that straightened out. So now we can start looking at ways to improve those services of the town. I just want it to be a place where everybody can come and enjoy, enjoy the town, including especially the townspeople, that we enjoy each other. You, you um, have the, um, uh, <coughs> I met the lady, uh, her son goes to Eastside School, and I, I well, maybe he doesn't. Um, anyway, I met her at Eastside School during a science fair. Uh, she is with the electric co-op, is that right? That has a lot of electricity clients out here? Do you uh, know about Park that? Electric? Yeah, Park yeah. Electric. Um, internet services, where do you get that from? Where, where do most people get their internet services The from? options here are pretty much CenturyLink, Wisp West, or uh, Starlink. And your roads, 89 is county road? State. State road, so that's funded through them, right? Yeah. Um, how about right out front? That's town. So that's you. Yeah, first. first avenue right here where the bank is on is town up to about halfway past the school and then it becomes county. Um, and the school itself, is town. that you? That's the town. Um, what's the uh, rumbling, uh, if you can say, uh, going on at the school? About uh, some rumors are that they're fixing to build a new school. The school board is studying the entire issue because the buildings are 
suffering from major maintenance um, issues, just aging issues. Um, and so, so between Wilsell and Clive Park, the elementary and the high school, they have hired Cushing Terrell to do a complete assessment of the of the <coughs> state of the buildings, and that has been done. Um, and they have come up with some preliminary ideas of what to what could possibly be done to the existing buildings. The idea of building one consolidated school is an out there, way out there idea. So the where they're at right now is trying to determine for the bond to, will the community support a bond for the new school? And the school, I don't remember, I think it's a $12 million. Um, and so based on what the very minimum that needs to be done just to bring the school into compliance with ADA and maintenance issues is the low end of the spectrum. And then there's the, if we, if we do these remodels on the school, it, it will add that and also make like especially the elementary school more functional for the current and future needs of um, teachers and teaching and and safety that's a big issue safety for the kids and then there's the top end of the spectrum which would be um, building a brand new campus so the meetings that we've had in the community right now are just getting the temperature of where people are at will they support the bond and how much more capital campaign would need to be done based on will the community prefer to do these um, remodels or you know and it and it's not done there's still a lot more exploration and and, um, and public meetings that that need to be done to to get to in other words there's no decisions being made yet it's all exploration um, in Livingston the uh, school board and the uh, city government are separate uh, is it the same here yes Okay. Uh, I've met with the super and principal just to... Mr. Sager? Yes, and uh, Dan Johnston, um, it, with my mayor's hat on, just to say, okay, we're partners, or let's be partners, because the town supports the school, the school uses, you know, the roads and whatever to go through the town. It's a very important relationship. How can I help? How can we help each other? Because this road right here is um, First Avenue, Rock Creek, is really suffering. It's breaking down. And we've got major water lines that run through there. So the water line going up to the school is scheduled to be replaced um, this summer. And so we have to look at you know closing the road and what kind of school traffic and all that kind of stuff is. So yeah, so we have a good um, established relationship. The roads are uh, the road all the way down and teed up is dilapidated. Uh, <laughs> I guess you would say it's yes. it's been. And let's just say it reminds us of Chicago <laughs> in the winter with the potholes. Oh my gosh! Um, so, um, what can, is there anything that you can do as mayor to? Um, 
to draw in new businesses. Uh, as a business owner, you've done that, too, we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. You have this coffee hut that sits out there, and that's been there for at least four or five years since I've lived out here. Some are coming out Three. Here. They three opened three now. months before we opened this, and we opened in February 2021. And is there, is, is there a local business <clears throat> that you would like to see open, and by that I just mean um, a generic store of some some kind, um, or I mean you can never get a McDonald's out there because there's not enough traffic to fit out there. But um, you've opened up a noodle place. Who would yep. have thought that would be? Who would By the way, you've really upped, upped your game on the social media <laughs> because who, before you used to hate social media. I do. You, you still do, probably. I still do. Who I hired somebody you? to do it. You hired, yeah. I hired Sarah Brown, social media chick in well, Livingston. She's awesome. Sarah Brown, social media job. chick is social awesome. Social media chick is Because you burn. have raised your game. You, yeah get a post in almost every day for yeah, one thing yeah. or the other. She's, yeah, she's doing a great job for us. I will say, so the building on the other side of our wall here, on the north side, is uh, ha uh, has new ownership, and they are working on the inside of it, and tentative plans are that there's a front section um, that will be available. It's all going to be available for rent, so front section and then like three kind of smaller suites behind that in a, in a public bathroom, men's, women's. And I um, chatted with them the other day, and we were just tossing around ideas, and they were saying, what, what does Clyde Park need? And going back to those surveys again from the planning um, board and doing the growth policy renewal, um, a fitness center and a laundromat, even a small laundromat. Oh, laundromat. That laundromat, yeah. Of course, a car wash, that's not really going to go into that space, but, um, and then, well, and those types of things, we have to look at water issues, but, um, and then just simply some office, like even temporary office space when people are here working, say, for instance, um, on a project for Crazy Mountain Ranch, and they're, they're here temporarily, but it is an extended stay, and they, um, they just want a place to come and kind of office, get away from the family and office. <laughs> and they were very keen on some of those ideas. So that's that's potential that may be coming here. Um, I think a higher end restaurant would be wonderful, destination type um, restaurant with a local local sourced menu, and it's only open. I mean, it, it could be very limited, so it's just like Friday, Saturday nights, and it's surprise menu. Or I don't know. I, the sky's the limit. Pretty much only have this bank of businesses this available. This bank of bu building, building, yeah, buildings. Um, but I don't know. There, there's some open spaces um, that might be something that someday we could look at and see how can we use some of these open spaces um, better. So I feel it would be nice to establish an actual business district 
and um, and I would like to see a business council or chamber or something formed for the town or the Shields Valley, and and that would be also an entity that could potentially get grants for storefront improvement or you know. Does Leslie um, uh, Leslie Trigo? The uh, Livingston area chamber. Is she over? Uh, does, she, does she maintain Clay Park and Walsall also, or just Livingston? Well, they include us okay. in their anything Park County that's put out. Um, and I, I have chatted with her in the past, and I think she would be helpful in if we wanted to establish a something right here in the Shields Valley as a business group. You um. could bring a business in like um, Spurline, for example. Oh, Spurline well, could yes, have a, a feed company who people have to drive all the way to Livingston, especially in the winter yeah. on this road. Yeah, the um, hardware store. Hardware the, store would the be The people good. That, had, that bought it and remodeled it is so beautiful, so cute inside. Um, through the, you know, whatever circumstances are not going to run it as a hardware store. They're not going to run it. That's what I'm trying to say. So they are looking for a buyer and they would prefer to have a buyer who will run it as a hardware store. And it's so, it, the timing is so right for it. We have, you know, again, all the um, stuff going on up at Crazy Mountain Ranch with, with the golf course and the things they're building. Um, we have so many contractors coming through and yes, for just simple things, they would rather not have to drive 26 plus miles, you know, um, to get some screws. I can tell you, my husband would really, I would prefer he doesn't have to <laughs> drive a round trip for some simple screws or lumber or whatever. Yeah. So it would be very nice. I, I know that there are a few people who are you know, showing some interest in that, so. What, um, what about entertainment? Yes. Are you looking to movie theater? Could we have a little um, community theater? Uh, well, how about starting simple with the uh, summertime coming up, uh, uh, summer fest of bands, um, building a band shower, something like that. Oh, that would be. Have nice. you thought about? Are you? Are you? Do you want Clyde Park to expand from? Um, into offering uh, entertainment venue, a place where, uh, like up in Wilsaw, the people who own the uh, vault restaurant, mm -hmm. is that what it is? Yes, Bank uh, bar and vault. Yeah, I talked to, they had one night uh, eight bands play, mm -hmm. trying to get the local bands out and try and make people aware of them. Yeah. Um, would you look at something like that? Yes. I actually would like to form more committees, get townspeople involved on committees, and one of those would be an events committee that would actually brainstorm and look at ways to, to do things that would involve local people, but bring other people to the area and get more spend in our town, because that is going to help bring money in to improve the services of the town. Right. You know, that's what it's all about. You know, that's why towns do that is to
So, um, is there anything special that happens on the first? They, do, you, do you just hold your hand up and it's sworn in? No. Oh, well, actually, technically, I guess the custom for Clyde Park has always been the swearing in is at the December meeting. So I've technically been sworn in. Okay. But legally, or according to MCA, the Montana Code Annotated, my term doesn't start until January first. And it, I think the former mayor just wanted to know. No, Bob's actually still very involved. <laughs> and I offered a job to him. I said, you, he was helping Will do the, he's, Will is out there trying to listen for leaks in our water system. And Bob was helping him shovel dirt and stuff. And I'm, Bob, you want a part-time job? And, well, he said, and I note, note, he said, I might be interested. <laughs> so I'm going to take him up on that. <laughs> um, do you have an office? Is there an office? Well, the town hall is where everything is supposed to happen. Um, and Stacy and Will and I have looked at a way of rearranging to make the offices better, to actually secure the offices. Um, so we have our public area and then we have the admin area where it can be secured off. And um, um, so January is pretty quiet. Um, so they were gonna start start working on that oh and I should say that the January meeting um, again part of my goal is to improve communication with the townspeople be very visible as mayor be very accessible as mayor I want people to come and talk to me and we will if there's a problem or they have a, an idea or a solution um, so that I can vet it out and decide whether it's something that needs to go before the town council or because um, things the town council um, moves I should say the process moves slowly if it's something that has to go through the town council um, of course we'll keep everything above board and, and legal but I, I, I just what I'm trying to get at is for communication that um, we're not relying on a random Facebook post, that literally I am communicating directly to the townspeople. So I'm, I will have a mayor email address. I want people to sign up for my email list, which will be communications directly from me. The January meeting, I'm going to do a town social event um, one hour prior to the actual town council meeting. We're gonna do a chili contest chili tasting I contest. I saw that. I saw that. And the way that reads, does Sarah make that post? I don't know. Oh. I have to look. She does all these things in advance and cues them up to me. Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> she should be my my uh, person on Facebook. Um, I, um, I read that and <clears throat> it's either my mind's, you know, jumbled right now the way I think, or else other people would think the same thing. It reads as a chili pepper, a hot chili eating contest oh. versus a bowl of chili. Oh, interesting. Uh, hey, Mackenzie, did yeah. you see the post? Uh, did you see the Facebook post about uh, the mayor's uh, chili fest? I did not. Yeah, look at it. All right. And uh, tell Sydney what you think what it refers to. Okay, I, will. I won't tell you anymore. 
not, well, not, that's not interesting. Yeah, we may have to. But uh, you know, calling all people with fabulous chili soup recipes. People can bring in bring in their soup recipe, their chili soup recipe. The chili. So you have a chili cook Actually, a pot of chili, pot of chili. They bring it in, and it's a mingler. So I want people to walk that, around and taste fun. these different chilies and mingle and. Um, you know, the invite is put out to the townspeople, but not strictly the townspeople. I do feel that the community at large should be part of the narrative of the town because they enjoy the town services. And so anyway, it's a way to get people to mingle and we'll do a ceremonial uh, program. So I want to honor the mayor who's outgoing, introduce the town council members, and then do a ceremonial swearing in. And Brenda Gilbert, um, has agreed to do the swearing in, which is, I'm just so honored that she agreed to do that. So that is on the 8th, Monday the 8th, at the community hall here in Clyde Park. And, and what time um, will the chili start? The chili, we're going to start at 6. Um, so there'll be tables around the perimeter, and you just walk along and get your little cup of soup. So all chili people, um, call the town hall to submit your chili. <laughs> And then um, those who I would encourage people to stay for the town council meeting. It's our first one with me. The, t the council members and me are going through a, a refresher training two days before. Um, so this will be the first one where we're going to be running it. I'll be running it as a, as a, a real <laughs> town council meeting, a real board meeting, a real, when I say real, I mean, um, what do I mean by that? Um, not, not that there was anything wrong before, but I've also invited the our BPA students at the high school, just one, uh, the um, parliamentary procedure uh, in the contest, I can't think of what it's called now, that the BPA, the high school students go through. So I, I'm inviting them to come to that first meeting and critique us on our parliamentary procedure. That's what I'm trying to say, is that we'll run it by parliamentary procedure. They're gonna critique us and then um, give us feedback afterwards on how we can improve our parliamentary procedure. That's, that'll be kind of fun. I'm kids. excited about it. A little nervous too. <laughs> for, for once the kids get to uh, instruct the, yeah. uh, the adults. I like the idea too of having a, an honorary student of the council, so I want to check into that and see if, if that's a possibility. Um, yeah, I don't, Livingston does a, a school board, but not uh, the city government. They have a, a student as an honorary uh, yeah. board member. Yeah. Uh, non-voting. Why not? It could be non-voting, absolutely, yeah. but somebody to I don't think I have groom be, into. Yeah, there's nothing. Future. If they're non-voting, there'd be nothing. I would think wrong with that. Yeah, right. I mean, why not have a young um, perspective? Yeah. So, all right. Well, that seems to be a good place to stop. Uh, you will be a wonderful mayor. I'm so happy well, for thank you. you. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you. I'm glad you ran. Joking aside, uh, <laughs> there's two people: Maggie Tarr, who runs the Civic Center. Uh, and I refer to her as Mayor of Thumbville uh, because everything she does is set up for kids and adults uh, alike and 
it brings the community together uh, into just enjoying what the outdoors has to give and the indoors as well. And uh, so she's the mayor of Plumville. You have like always, I've always considered you uh, the, the, the mayor of, uh, I consider you the mayor of Shields Valley. Because, yeah, because I look at, it's funny how you uh, describe the uh, kind of the yin and yang of uh, the grocery store at Lens and and, uh, and the bakery. Because I see it just the opposite um, myself. And uh, But it's good that you own the bakery. It's good that you created the bakery. It's a place that people can go, they can socialize, and they can... Uh, just greet one another and it's a place like this morning you said the high school basketball players coming in and uh, that's important though for our community and uh, I think you and David are important to this community and uh, you're, uh, you might make some on some people unhappy with some decisions you make but from what I've known of you uh, the decisions will be well thought out well planned and uh, take the best of Clyde Park into consideration, I think. Thank you, Jeff. So it's well said. And I will, my heart is in it. I will do my very best. And uh, it, uh, we have a good future. Uh, yeah, I do too. So thanks for being on the uh, dugout. Thank you, and uh, we'll see you around town. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. All righty. Thanks again. Take care.